yo, welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast International. Oh yeah, out here. <laughs> oh yeah, right, it's your boy Ronnie, man. And I'm Waleed, the other side of the coin. Today's episode is brought to you by GarageBand, Logic, and FaceTime, because motherfuckers is working remotely. And bro, this whole remote thing was a bitch to set up, but you know what? We here. Yep. I mean, you know, that's what you got to do when your dedication is for the people, man. You got to give them what they want, right? Facts. I mean, shit. This whole process just, you know, we just lost the an Apple user. Yo ass is like, man, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. Fucking over it. <laughs> Bro, like, I was just telling him that I uh, actually sold my MacBook. And today, trying to set up this whole thing remotely is a perfect example of why I did it in the first place. I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm PC gang all the way, for sure. Ain't nobody going to be mad at you except for, you know, all the new millenniums. Millenniums. <laughs> millenniums. <Dude>, millenniums. <laughs> hey, bro, but, really, um, how long do a, a MacBooks usually last? Because I think for PCs, I think it's like standard... Um, they they don't go past like no nah, they don't go past five years bro, for real yeah actually like, you know what I'm not shocked you're right because I now I think about it the last PC I had only lasted me after about like four or five years it started breaking down it, bro I'm not gonna lie Androids are hella confusing to use because it's it's not like just one Android like iPhone is just like one iPhone Android it's like you got like thirty different flavors of like <laughs> of Android and it's like they all are different man bro yeah I will always clown Androids for the day I live. And, like, the, the worst part about Androids is when, like, you have, like, a group chat going, and then everybody yeah. has an iPhone, and it's that one motherfucker with the Android that just ruins <laughs> everything. You try to send, like, a song, like, you try to, like, share, like, music from, from, from Apple and Music, you can't. and you can't, the other the motherfucker with the Android doesn't see it. Like, hey, hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's then, going on here? If you're trying to, like, react to messages, you know how you, like, like or love or uh, laugh at a message? <laughs> they look at it like, what the hell is going on? No, and then even even for them, because I uh, think about it, like how when we do it, it'd be like like, right? The person on the Android would get a blank disliked, quote unquote, and then puts this. That's their whole text. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like. Yeah. And then it just throws off everything. And it's like, come on, get with the program and buy an iPhone. It's 2020. It's like, you know, if you're like a Democrat or Republican. <laughs> it's like the Republicans are Republicans no matter what. Even if Trump is doing all this bullshit, they still going to be Republicans. Like, they got to ride it out. We're not switching sides. Androids, they're going to ride it out. They gonna... And I don't the care. Android... Androids, Android, they, they could have a better phone. I just will never admit it. The thing, it depends what you're trying to do, bro. For everyday normal people, the iPhone is just clearly better. You feel me? Yeah. Simple. Obviously, if you work in the tech industry and you're a programmer or some shit, like, yeah, it helps to fucking have an Android because... If you're a nerd... <laughs> <laughs> you out here making nerd money <laughs> six figures man but hey what's up with this mj doc though bro you got uh, to see all all 10 episodes right yeah man i saw all 10 episodes i actually saw the first five episodes like multiple times because you know how like on sundays before the, the the next two episodes premiere they'll do a rerun of all the episodes that ran previously okay so like I'll i didn't know up, that yeah i'll be up on sundays like just bored I throw on the TV at three, and then like before episode seven, it'd be like episode four that's on at three p.m. And I just watch up until the new episodes. Damn. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I saw like a lot of those episodes multiple times, but I think it's probably the best sports doc I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of sports docs. Fact. I mean, bro, but then you you have to also add it's a ten hour sports doc. Yeah, it's ten hours. <laughs> so you you get you get a lot more content than the other thirty for thirties yeah. and shit we used to see. Yeah, dude, ten hours I'll say, is hella long. That's why, like, I. Because uh, we kind of made it like a whole fam thing because um, I told my folks about it. So then I ended up just getting Sling TV for the time yeah. Um, for like the month because it kind of worked out perfectly, five weeks or whatnot. 
And then, bro, just every Sunday we just eat dinner and just sit there and watch it. My mom's just like, damn, bro, I didn't realize Jordan was this good. And like, even me, I'm sitting over there like, bro, I, yeah, bro, I like, knew I knew he was good, but I knew the resume. Like, I knew everything on his. Like, I know he has five MVPs. I know he has six chips, six Finals MVPs. He's six. It's the context I know behind. He averaged the resume. thirty points per game, but yeah, the context when you put it into perspective and you look at everything, it's like, damn, this dude is really the goat. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, what, now, what he accomplished was crazy. Like, I wish I would have been alive during that time. Yeah, especially to see something like that. And then, especially when they put it in perspective of, like, obviously we all know he won eight, uh, six rings in eight years, you know what I mean? But to see the timeline of it, like, bro was just getting murked by the Celtics, murked by the Pistons, and they just came back. He's like, enough is enough. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> bro, the first half of his career, he just spent it, like, fighting. And, like, the 90s, he was just dominating everybody. Like, think about how many superstars he prevented from getting a ring. Facts, bro. Like he was literally he had the whole NBA by the nuts. <laughs> like no, nobody could get through him. Yeah. And plus, dude, I think I think he might have been the best performer in the finals ever. Like I don't think he's ever did, did he ever have a bad game in the finals. I mean, bro. Okay, so this is where I got to put it in perspective. Remember Gary Payton talking about, yo, if I was guarding him from the jump, we could have actually had a chance to win that series. Yeah. When Payton was actually guarding him, bro, Jordan only averaged like twenty percent. 25 no. yeah yeah no I, it was a joke on twitter and everything when uh gary payton said that and they showed michael jordan laughing in the dock <laughs> that was funny but what, what, what payton said had some truth to it too though like when he was on when he was on jordan like if you look at the stats like he was he was he i don't i don't think he was struggling against him but he definitely like his numbers dropped a little bit nah because you have to think the last two games that he was guarding him bro dude averaged like five or six points less and shot like 10 to 15 percent worse yeah so imagine if he was guarding him since game one, tiring him Dude, out. George George Carl is a fucking idiot. Yeah, but we knew that. What the hell? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, that's the same year that he won Defensive Player of the Year. And, and it's you like got Michael it, Jordan, who at that point is already considered the greatest ever. Like, why would you not put your Defensive Player of the Year in the finals? And somebody that got a motor like that, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not. It's, it's so not like Peyton couldn't play offense and do that. Peyton was known for dogging you on both ends and having the energy. You know what I mean? I mean, I think I think they would have had a better shot, but I still think at the end of the day, the Bulls would have probably won that series. I mean, I just think it, it was considered been... a mismatch even before going into it. I mean, bro, they won seventy two yeah. games that season. Yeah, I mean, dude, but fuck, dude, dude. the Sonics took it to six games after they put uh, Peyton on him. Gary Payton, like, bro, they were down three zero. They put Peyton on him, and then they won two in a row. That just gets you like, thinking. Bro, yeah, George Carl is stupid, man. Like, if Gary Payton didn't win that ring with uh, Shaq and Dwayne in 06, bro, I would be sick if I was him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Like, he's, he's lucky he got that ring. I would have been sick, man. Like, you telling me, Cause like... They, yeah, because we forget, too, in 04, he went to the Lakers trying to chase a ring, and that was another one they should have won. Facts. Bro, yeah, so he, hey, out of everybody, I think Carl Malone's the saltiest on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. He retired right after. He's like, man, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Yeah, he's like, I give up. Screw it. I'm not getting it. Man. That sucks, too, because, ah, man, if it wasn't for Jordan, Stockton and Malone were probably, like, the next best team in the NBA at that time. Hey, shouts out to Stockton for actually getting on the dock. My dad told me, like, I guess they tried to uh, get Malone and um, and Russell on, yep. like, to interview, and then they both declined. Yeah, they weren't going to do that shit. Malone, yeah. like, come on, bro. <laughs> Yeah, because Malone, like, Malone, he got the he got the ball stolen from him. He was basically the reason they lost. <laughs> he got the but like, how do you get the ball stolen from him? You gotta be that alert. I don't know. You gotta see that double team coming. Hey man, the one thing so I'll say about 
One thing I'll say about the doc, it's funny how they interviewed everybody. And then they like as then they start interviewing Jordan. They're like, "Oh, so he said this. You got a rebuttal? Like, damn, bro, yeah. you, just, you gave him a shot to just shit on everybody." That's yeah, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> if I was Peyton, I would have been so mad. Like, but yeah. also like to to play devil's advocate too though. Um, there's a lot of points in the documentary that people people are saying it's kind of like a fluff piece where. Jordan like has his fingerprints on everything, so he gets to control what makes it and what doesn't. And there's like a lot of like negative aspects in his career that didn't get to make it to the doc. Um, like yeah, he tried to cover most of it, like the gambling and the um, not supporting the black politician from North Carolina and stuff. But it was but, in his way. You know, it was in his way. Like he controlled the narrative. Like they didn't get into a lot of oh, uh, his ex-wife divorced him because he was was cheating over like a 10 year span and it was like a 168 million dollar divorce settlement and all that stuff like his ex-wife wasn't anywhere in the dock they only had his kids for like two seconds to talk about the jazz yeah i wanted to i wanted to hear from his kids more like i don't know bro they only bought his kids in for like even even when they were talking about the jazz for like a brief like i think it was like a combined like 10 minutes max yeah, they got like two seconds. And you know Jordan was all over that. All right, you get five minutes, talk about Utah, that's it. <laughs> Probably sitting behind the camera giving him the eye. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Don't say shit else. But yeah, I mean, like a lot of it is, is, is kind of like a fluff piece too. And then also, um, I think a lot of the reason why this documentary came out is because Jordan wants to kind of control the narrative of who's the GOAT. Like you see the whole, and I hate having this debate now, I really just don't like it. But the whole LeBron versus Jordan debate, um, I think like that that bothers Jordan a lot that people see LeBron as the goat, and that's the whole reason why he greenlit this documentary to come out, and that's another reason why he wanted to make it seem the whole doc that he did everything kind of by himself, right? Because that game six ninety or game seven ninety eight finals, uh, they mentioned a lot about how Scottie Pippen was injured and Jordan had to do it himself, which I guess was true, but they put a lot of emphasis on that. And they yeah, they also of, put a lot of emphasis on that last season where where Scotty was out for most of the season, but they didn't talk about how they were fucking trash until Scotty came back. And facts. Th- and then they were like an elite team, bro. And people want to just—they don't. I right, the one thing that gets me about this, like the whole Jordan did it by himself. It's like let's not act like Jordan didn't have a top fifty player in history on his team, along Jordan with the, had the greatest rebounder and defensive player in fucking NBA history. Not only that, bro, like, even if you think outside They're the greatest of fucking coach, bro. The greatest coach, and Jerry Krause, arguably the greatest GM. He's up there. Like, as much as we want to hate him, he's one of the best GMs the NBA's ever seen. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you had a bench. You had Steve Kerr on your bench. You had uh, Tony Kukoc, who's arguably one of the best six men ever on your bench. You had um, Luke Longley, who <laughs> played, like, 30 minutes a game. Like, he was setting all your screens. Like, I don't know, man. There's and a lot see- of, like... And the thing is, bro, like, even with that, it's like when you try to even compare it to, like, LeBron's best team that he possibly had was his team in Miami, right? Compare yeah. that to to any of Jordan's Five. Bulls. You, you, When you match up Wade and, Wade and Jordan, you know, shooting guard, shooting guard, obviously Jordan got that edge. LeBron got the edge on Pippen. Who got the edge, Rodman or fucking Chris Bosh? Let's keep it a buck. tough one, man. Chris Bosh is nice. Of- but I'm just yeah. saying, who do you want on your team when you're building a championship team? Rodman or Bosh? I'm taking Rodman. You know what I mean? And then now let's look yeah. at the coach. I'm not shitting on Eric Spolstra, but we're talking about Phil Jackson and Eric Spolstra. Yeah, he's, not, he's not Phil Jackson. So it's like, 
Motherfuckers get like LeBron gets like a B class player, and it's like, oh, you need some help. You can't do it by yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And Jordan had like that's the thing. He was on one franchise with one GM and one coach the whole time, building chemistry. Yeah, he had consistency. He had people in the front office that knew what they were doing. He had a built-in chemistry with people. Like, before he won any rings, like, him and Scotty already had, like, a good chemistry going. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, when you, when you look at LeBron's Cleveland teams, it's it's really, like, crazy that he was even able to take them to the finals. So, Facts, the fact that bro. people hold his finals record against him is, like, absurd. Because would you rather him just not get there and lose in the second round? That would make him better in your eyes. Yeah, I mean, bro, but I mean, people even put that, uh, try to put that argument for, obviously, motherfuckers that's, that know basketball know that this, uh, obviously, this argument doesn't uh, stand or hold weight, but it's like KD is three and four in the finals, like, or not, not three and four, two and, uh, two and three. It's yep. like, all right, relax, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, like, he couldn't get to the finals in the first place, so we're not going to count when he was down 3-1 and fucking, <laughs> and left the team. To join the team that beat him. And then, see, when people talk, nobody ever mentions that he actually made it to the finals with OKC. But everybody wants to talk about how LeBron got swept at 22 against the Spurs. You know what yeah. I mean? But to be honest, though, like, I think uh, I think Jordan has the edge in the all-time GOAT conversation just 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 because of that 2011 finals. Like, I can't make any excuses for LeBron at 2011 at all. finals. He choked that one out. But I think, I think that alone puts him behind Jordan. But here's the thing: if he wins, in my opinion, if he wins at least one, he's in in L.A. It's over. But in most people's eyes, he has to two peat in L.A. and then it would be over. Because then it's like you won two rings in Miami, one in Cleveland, and then two in L.A. Yeah, that's five rings he, in three different franchises. They had a good chance to win it this year too, which is crazy. Bruh, if I'm Bron, I'm so mad right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah, they had a really mad. good shot to win it. Literally, every- and it's like, bro, right before they shut down the season, they beat the Bucks and they beat the Clippers both by twenty points. So they, they were the looking. Shit was nice clicking. Right shit was the- clicking. Yeah, and I don't know, man. The whole thing is just trivial, right? Because LeBron will retire in like five, ten years, and then a documentary will come out ten years after that, and then we'll look at that documentary, and then the debate will come back up again. <laughs> Yeah. Right, and then you got to look at both documentaries side by side to really compare. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it was weird though because I think the documentary did exactly what it was supposed to do. Because with me, I was born in '95, right? I couldn't, I, I couldn't watch Jordan. The first superstar I ever saw was Kobe, right? Yeah, like I, I, I was watching LeBron's rookie year as an eight-year-old, but like with Jordan, I didn't see his whole career pan out in front of my eyes like that. So I mean, it, was, it was dope to like see it documented. Jordan won his last ring when we were three years old. Yeah, like, the, and to I keep only remember watching Jordan in a Wizards uniform. You feel me? Like, live? Yeah. Because yeah. think about it. Where were you at three years old, bro? I was still in India. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. watching no Chicago Bulls at the time. Like, Yeah, I wasn't watching basketball. And, he, like, even for me, when I came out to America, bro, like, the first star that I got introduced to was AI. Yep. You know what I mean? Because, like, that dude was, like, a god at the time. And then, obviously, being in the East Coast and whatnot. Yeah. And then after that... Like you said, man, fuck. LeBron came in at the right time when I started really fucking with basketball like that. Yep. So it was just it's, like... Yeah, it's crazy. We saw like his whole career in front of us. So it's like it's, it's kind of like a bias when you talk about the greatest of all time. But then it's also a bias for people that got to see Jordan's whole career. You know what I mean? That got yeah. to see him struggle against the 
Celtic, and it's different. Like us watching a documentary versus people being there live or being in the time live and feeling those emotions in the moment. Yeah, like that's got to be different, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. What like, was um? I, but another thing, if you want to make the argument for LeBron too, though, like you can, you can also say that Jordan lost three years in a row to the to the Pistons. Nobody ever used that as a knock against him for some because reason. it wasn't in the finals. If it happened in the finals, it would have been worse. But like <laughs> he like he lost in the second round three years in a row to the same team. Like they were literally whooping his ass. I mean, people could say that about LeBron against the Celtics, though. Yeah, they could. And the thing with Jordan is he actually came back and swept him. I mean, did nah? Yeah, Bron didn't sweep him. He took him to seven. I mean, he still yeah. beat them two years in Miami. To, Put a whooping yep. on the ass and dismantle that team. But I don't. Know, I don't think any. We've talked about this before, but I don't think any NBA superstar gets the amount of hate that LeBron gets. Like it's almost ridiculous the amount of hate that he gets. Facts, bro. And he does. The dude is like, like a model citizen in in terms of being an athlete. And like, yeah, it's like the, if you think about it, what what did he really do to make you that bad? <laughs> what did he really do? Switch teams. <laughs> That's like real. honestly. Hey, you know, and even hey. then, like. It can't be just the switching teams. There has to be like some type of underlying thing. You know that was it for most people, bro. Because everyone like once Jordan was over, it was all about Kobe, and then uh, okay. But then why isn't there the same outrage for KD then? What KD did was so much more worse. I I don't. You know what? I don't know why. And I like, really it, don't. And people try to equate it to the to LeBron going to Miami. It's like if you have any common sense, you know that's not the same thing. At all, bro. I, 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 honestly, I've thought about. It. I, I'll put that one to rest, just because it's like I realize I can't. People aren't gonna change their mind about that for some odd reason. People feel it's the same. It is what it is, bro. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, a man, a man's over here with no help on a squad, losing to a championship over and over again. His organization's not giving him help. He decides to leave and yeah. have at least one superstar. You know what I mean? The equivalent, got the equivalent to what the equivalent to what KD did would be like LeBron going to the Celtics. Exactly, but people LeBron joining the big three Celtics. But it's, and it's imagine if that happened. Oh my god! Oh, bro, it would have been even worse. And the thing is, yeah. it's not even that he lost to the Warriors, bro. Like you were up three one, and then choked. But nobody wants to like even like. People like Skip and like sports analysts that literally crucified Bron back in the day were so nonchalant about this whole thing. Yeah. You know Bron must have been sitting there like, dog, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, are you <laughs> like, serious? Like, this is so blatant. Like, <laughs> And not only that, like, with KD, I felt like he, he thought his legacy was threatened by Curry. I say this a lot because I believe, like, if, if, if KD never joined the Warriors, we'd be looking at Curry as a better player than KD easily by now. To because an extent, bro, point, because, hey, I will say this, because if KD never joined, I think I don't think the Warriors would have been back to the finals that following year. Really? Bro, I think because, they would have been in the finals. Nah. They probably would have lost. Nah, bro, because it's like, obviously how they lost already, if KD just had balls and had a Jordan mentality to stick it out, come back with Russ, like, bro, y'all just lost, y'all were up 3-1 and you let them come back and win. Russ and Oladipo. You bro, like Russ Oladipo yeah. as a third option, yeah. and you still got like you still got all your other pieces, bro. You still yeah, got. I would have so much more respect for him if he just came back and beat them that next year. 
And then it's like, I'm not going to lie, bro, because think about it. Russ, KD, Oladipo, after a whole year of playing together, Steven Adams, was Ibaka on the team at that time? I, no, I think Ibaka had gotten traded. But Russ, so Russ, Oladipo, KD, Serge, bro, they no, were... No, no, Ibaka, Ibaka was on the team. Ibaka was on the team. Ibaka and Adams then. That's Steven Adams. Bro, against LeBron, Kyrie, K-Love, and Tristan, that would have been... been a great finals. You know what I mean? Yeah, even if KD would have lost that, he would have been so respected for beating the Warriors. Coming back, cause I, I right at the end of the day, I think that team would have even taken it to at least six or seven. Or that, and I think, dude, K, KD knows his rings don't mean shit. That's why he went to he Brooklyn, Brooklyn, bro. And that's why he says like he doesn't feel validated or he, he's something like that, right? <laughs> and and I know KD's watching this Jordan doc and seeing that, and he's like, man, I didn't do none of that shit. He knows, man. Like he, KD's like a basketball head. Like he knows these rings are meaningless, and he knows that deep down he just doesn't want to admit it. He has to, bro. Cause see, we it, all it's know like, the rings are meaningless. Like somebody like LeBron could look back at that, especially that three one comeback, and be like, "Damn, yeah, I worked for this ring." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you cakewalk to a ring, like bro, I don't care if you won Finals like, MVP, bro. Like, of course you, of course you drop thirty. You got if Steph you, and Clay as a goddamn decoy, and Draymond down in the post, like exactly, bro. Like if you watch some of these like basketball video breakdowns on YouTube and shit, and they. They go over like KD's time with the Warriors. It's crazy the amount of open looks he was getting. Just as not don't even count Clay. Just off of like Steph being a decoy. Like Steph would be like five feet behind the three point line. He'd get a double team, and KD is wide open under the hoop. Yeah. Like you cakewalk that all the way to the finals. You win a chip. You get MVP. It's like, do you really feel validated after that? No, you're not going to. That's why, especially. That's why I'm happy they didn't win that three. Like it sucks, bro. I don't wish injury on nobody. Like you know what I mean. And I I, yeah. I I wish they never got injured, but I'm not gonna lie. Them having a three peat would have been like the most invalid three peat in NBA history. Exactly, bro. Like I don't think I don't think Curry really fucks with KD because honestly, like before KD got there, Curry the, was a the god, bro. Yeah, the discussion was between Curry and LeBron. KD was a number three, clear cut number three in the NBA at that point, and then he joined him just to get in Curry's way. <laughs> just to squeeze his way to fuck Literally, <laughs> him joining them, he, he got in Curry's way because of that, dude. And it's like Curry had to compromise his offense to help, like, better accommodate KD. And that's when all the criticism started coming in. Before KD joined, there was no criticism. But now there's, like, a bunch of criticism against Curry because he basically had to reshape his offensive game to accommodate KD. Like, that's not somebody you can just just insert and, and just have him fit seamlessly. Like, you got to find a way to have him shine and be the star because he's KD. Yeah, man, and you got to think so Curry, too. Curry like that, willingly took a backseat then. And you got to think, even Curry went through those ups and downs, bro. Early in his career, came off the bench, dealt with injury, worked yeah, the, his the way ankles, up. The glass ankles, yep. Literally built chemistry with him and with him, Draymond and Clay. They got Steve. They actually built something. This man just his came one, through. His his one ring with no Finals MVP means more than KD's two with two Finals MVPs. Facts. If that makes sense. Oh no, it does, bro. It it absolutely does. Like, yeah, because uh, we, we don't invalidate those rings from Curry, Clay, or Draymond. That was a team effort, bro. We invalidate like, those rings for KD when you talk about, like, the all-time greats. Like, that move just hinders him being considered in the all-time GOAT conversation. So he's an all-time Which, great player, talent-wise, but it's talent just like, yeah. like, bro, it, it's weird, bro, to, like, yes, you have two rings, but, like, I look at Curry's having three, and I still look at you kind of, like, having none. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's, it's almost like you have none. Honestly. But, you know, that's neither here. Hey, you know who the one person that I know was happy as fuck watching that Jordan doc? Especially with this whole LeBron Jordan debate? Who? <laughs> the truth. Oh, yeah, Paul Pierce. His ass. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce is a troll, man. He a troll, but he I, a certified grade A hater, man. Yeah, I don't take anything he says about LeBron seriously. Like, this dude is just salty. Like, bro, we get it. You were a nice player. I like, bro, you know what's crazy? Before all this hate started, like, I really like Paul Pierce. I fuck with his game. He's a dope-ass player. Yeah. and But, but it just him saying that makes you look like a fucking idiot. And, like, and it, it makes people forget how good of a player you were. This man really put Bill Russell above LeBron, bro. Did you even was your yeah? Were there's you even no alive? planet where Bill Russell is better than LeBron, like, and there's no planet where, where Magic Johnson is better than LeBron. LeBron, LeBron is clear cut better than Magic Johnson. Who wants to argue that? Facts. I mean, you ain't got to. He's tell literally me, a right? better version of Magic. He's he's a more athletic Magic. But you know, Paul will never admit that. So, like, I don't I don't have anything against you putting Magic in your top five. Magic is easily a top five player all time. But you can't put magic in there and not have Bron in there. It's just out of spite, man. It's just out of spite. I don't know. Like, who, who's your top five all time? All time? Shit. It's Bron, then MJ. I got Kobe three, Magic, and then probably Shaq fifth. Yeah. I don't know if I'm putting Kobe and Shaq in there. Bray. But I got, one, one I got Jordan. Jordan. The most dominant big man ever. I got, dude, I I think Hakeem was a better center than Shaq. It's debatable, man. Shaq got I four rings. I think Hakeem was a better center. Because, bro, Hakeem is, Hakeem is the best defensive center, like, ever. And he basically taught Shaq all his, all his post moves. Yeah, but Shaq, but you had to also think, Shaq was young as fuck when Hakeem was in his prime. And then True. look, and then look what happened once Shaq actually got back. You know what I mean? Be, like got in his prime, bro. Nobody I'm was stopping Shaq. To see what their what their numbers look like against each other. Look it up, man. I I think that I think that Shaq averaged more points and rebounds. Maybe maybe Hakeem got him on assists. I feel like Hakeem Hakeem was more finesse than anything. You know what I mean? Hakeem literally like all the all the all the all the post work and foot like. The footwork and post moves that you see in the NBA today was like invented by Hakeem. Like, I mean, I'll give I'll give him that, but it's just like he's like a pioneer. He worked with all like the, the top center in the league on their post moves after he retired and shit, including hey. Shaq. Like Shaq got better offensively after he worked with Hakeem. Hey, but he but he ran with it. He got D Wade. Yeah, Shaq's, Shaq's numbers are better. He got D Wade the ring. Arguably, Kobe wouldn't have gotten the rings without him. He wouldn't have got, you know what I mean? It's a lot of if, ands, or but, but that's my top five, bro. So top five for me is uh, Jordan, LeBron, uh, Wilt, Kareem, and Magic. Okay. Okay. I can't. I, I, I was thinking about Kareem. Kareem would probably be like six or seven for me. There's, there's a lot of people that argue Kareem is a better player than Jordan. Just and look, I, look and at I, the resume. No, hey, trust me. I actually, I, I, I see what they're. I, I just gotta go off of like, bro. I, I didn't watch Jordan play. Now I really didn't watch Kareem play. Like, you yeah, know what like I mean? There's, there's still people out there that make a legitimate case for Kareem being the greatest of all time. Because Kareem was basically Jordan before Jordan. 
Like and he was I, he was that status. And on top of that, bro, because uh, I was peeping Kareem's uh, resume too. Like, bro, he had the NCAA accolades along with that NBA accolades that tr- like that uh, that top Jordan. You know what I mean? So Kareem, you got six time NBA champion, and he, and think about this: he won a championship in 1971 with the Bucks. He got drafted in 1969, and he won a chip in 1971 with the Bucks. Second so year, six time NBA champ, two time Finals MVP. Six-time MVP, 19-time All-Star, 10-time First Team, 5-time Second Team, 5-time NBA All-Defensive First Team, NBA Rookie of the Year, 2-time NBA Scoring Champ, NBA Rebounding Champ, uh, 4-time NBA Blocks Leader. <laughs> Bro, like his resume is his resume is like all like comparable to Jordan. It's low key better to keep it a buck. But like yeah, I, I think Jordan's is better, like because he has a six Finals MVPs, and he whereas Kareem only has two Finals MVPs. But yeah, I, I still think he's. You can put him at number two or number three, easy. Yeah, I, I'm still, I'm still sticking what I got, cause I got I also got to go with what I grew up watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the only reason I got Magic and Jordan up there is just cause I know how nice they were. Obviously, like I watched enough of them to understand that, but. As far as Kobe and Shaq, I just got to throw them up there, bro. Shaq especially, man. But and then Wilt, bro. Like, Wilt, if you if you go back and look at Wilt's highlights and, like, stories about Wilt, bro, he would have dominated in any era. Like, he wouldn't have averaged, like, 50 and 30, like, the inflated <laughs> numbers of the 60s. But, like, if he was around today, he would have easily averaged, like, 20 and 18 or something. Hey, it would be interesting to see. That's the thing about errors, man. It's hard to talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, it really is. And that's why, like, even... Uh, you remember that one dude that uh, on Twitter that made that whole thing about, like, <laughs> Jordan over here crossing up a plumber and look at him. He's over here. <laughs> he's getting guarded by uncle, the uncle from fucking Full House and all that shit. <laughs> Watch yeah. this documentary. I'm like, all right, bro, it wasn't that bad. Let me just... Let me not start hating on all these old players just because I don't know their names, you know? Just because I mean? of how they look. They throw on one picture... Of 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 uh, Jordan being guarded by Jeff Hornacek, and they're like, "Oh, look, he's being guarded by a plumber." I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> Jeff Hornacek was nice." <laughs> like, hey, like, you know, it's crazy just because bro. he was a white dude with a big nose doesn't mean he was a plumber. <laughs> bro, you know the crazy thing with Hornacek? You know he was he used to play in the era when motherfuckers used to take a smoke break and have grab a drink at halftime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see him doing that shit. <laughs> like, bro, imagine today if we just sit there watching the game, <laughs> motherfuckers just outside taking a smoke break. Let me grab a couple shots. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Bro, in the eighties, like professional athletes in the eighties were, were were doing cocaine, like in the locker room and shit, before yeah. games, like <laughs> the cocaine train, <laughs> yeah. railing lines before a game. <laughs> Just go out there with a hell of energy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I bet money KG probably sniffed coke before games. I don't know, but I think he just naturally like that. He's just naturally a lunatic. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> I don't think because you could you could even see it as him being a commentator now. Like you see him on Area bruh, Twenty One, like, the way he grips that basketball. <laughs> like, yeah, like the way he ugh. talks to. <laughs> bro, I'm out debate you. You said what? I used to hate KG. I used to hate KG when he was playing. Why? I I couldn't stand him, bro. Like for real. Yeah, like I, I, the intensity that you see now, I just, I, I didn't like it. I'm like, this dude's kind of, he's kind of a jackass. I, bro, he was, he was one of my top players back in the day. Like favorite players watching. I had a poster with, uh, it was with him, 
Mello, KG, Timmy D, and J Kid. But yeah, that was that was the era for sure. That was the NBA Ballers Edition era. <laughs> yeah, when you out here hooping, buying houses and shit in the game. You remember that game? Yeah, with NBA Street. Not nah, NBA Ballers, the one with Stephon Marbury on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you you get to pick like who's who's crib you want to play at. Yeah, crib, <laughs> yeah. That was actually a dope ass game. I'll, they should have brought that. Yeah, man, we had some dope ass games growing up. I'm not gonna lie. Did you ever play NBA Live? A couple times. I played it. Uh, I think I played NBA Live 0405. The only thing I liked about it was the dunk contest, bro. Yeah, I used to play it like in uh. Like you said, like 06, 07. But then I stopped once uh, once I realized how 2K was. For real? Yeah, bro, I've been on 2K. Like I said, the first 2K I got was the Ben the Ben Wallace cover. And yeah. I, I've been hooked on 2K. I think, I think that was 04 or 05. Or it might have been 03. Nah, it might have been 04. Whatever the Ben Wallace cover was, I just remember having that game. And then... Now it's like 2K is damn near like how Fortnite is, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like a whole uh community. It's like 2K is a vibe now, you know what I mean? Did Ronnie 2K really get fired? Wait, for real? Yeah, I heard I heard he got this was like a couple months ago. Nah, I didn't know that. Like, people were like advocating for him to get fired on Twitter and shit, and then 2K actually did it. Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up, but he, dude, like two K twenty is not that good, man. I mean, bro. At the end of the day, like, I I just play the game just to, you know what I mean. I'm I only buy the new one for the updated rosters to keep it a buck instead of me having to load yeah. the rosters every goddamn time. That like, yeah. To keep it keep it honest with you, man. Like, bro, how much better can this game actually get? It really can't get that much better. But. Because it was like, I was saying this back in, what, 2014, 2015, and then it, it surprisingly started getting better. But it's like, bro, like, these dudes look real as fuck already. Like, wh- what do you want to do? Adjust the timing of the jump shot by a fraction of a second? Like, Yeah. Yeah, there's really not much they could do. <laughs> People are always going to complain. Like, damn, if he actually got fired, that's, that sucks, man. <laughs> that's... Yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking at it right now. I don't think he actually did. I'm not going to lie, bro. Twitter... Did. Twitter be crazy, man. They be canceling whoever they can. Dude, Twitter is cancer, bro. It is, bro. Like you, you say one wrong word on that, all it takes is one retweet, and then your comments is just lit with just negativity and hate. It's yeah, it's just so much negativity on there in general. Like honestly, like people, people feel like their opinion matters, and that's the thing that sucks, right? Because it gives people like a voice, and they ride with like. Yeah, there's shitty opinions. Like, bro, you are insignificant. You mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people need to be reminded that. You are just the blip on this entire radar. Uh, you hear yeah. about the whole, uh, well, there's a couple cancel cultures going on. But uh, you hear about the whole Doja Cat thing? Yeah, yeah, that one's deserved. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not mad at it, but I'm just saying, like, that shit, I'm like, damn, bro, what the fuck you doing over here twerking? Being a thought. So what? So what's the story behind that? I just know she was on like some online chats with some racist old white men, and she was busting it open for them. That's you pretty much <laughs> summed it up right there, bro. That's, it, <laughs> That's so weird, man. 
Like, I think this is like back in the day. It's a, it's a thing called like Tiny Chat or something, where it's like, it's just like a group. I think it's, like I said, I don't know too much about it, but it's like a group mess. Think of like Zoom, but it's like an online Zoom kind of thing where you just log yeah. in, you just talk to random people. But yeah, she was just talking to a whole bunch of just white racists on that and then shaking that ass for him. And she said like a bunch of racist shit, didn't she? Something like that, yeah, man. Bunch of racist stuff. She did like a, she made like a song before she blew up. Yes. And, uh, didn't do nothing about Sandra Bland, which is like completely out of pocket. Like, what are you doing, bitch? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's just. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Cancel her. Like, I'm, I, I'm on board with that. Cancel her. And then, uh, like, who's, not... the, who, who's the other? One? Bro, I remember. Uh, damn, I forgot what the hashtag was, but the whole six nine shit this morning was it this morning or yesterday? But I, I was surprised to see that, bro, because I'm, like, tired of everyone, all these little fans, like, dick riding him and, like, you know what I mean? It's like, bro, yeah. I'm done. Like, I didn't even want to really, like, talk about that whole situation, but it's just, like... And I'm God. done hearing excuses for him, talking about, like, oh, he was broke and poor and he needed to get... I don't it does bro, him. because it... Hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to send you this... Uh, I'm going to send you this interview with No Jumper, two of the dudes... That used to run with six nine. They actually came out and talked about it. Um, like one of the damn. Hold on, give me one second. I don't want to butcher this dude's name. But pretty much they were just because uh, the dude and he ended up uh, getting getting out of prison like maybe a week or some before the whole uh, Billy Ado and Seiko Billy. So Billy Ado just got out of prison like right before like the whole six nine thing blew up, and Seiko Billy was the one that like introduced. Uh, six nine to Ado, you know what I mean? Yeah. But and then um, Ado was saying like, man, I just got out of prison. Next thing I know, this kid comes start coming around and shit starts blowing up. And over now we over here getting money and shit. Like I, there was just a lot of stuff going on. You know what I mean? And he was talking yeah. like the whole interview, bro. It's like a, it's it's about an hour long, but pretty much details like the whole um from when six nine first came through to they little click, all the way through, and even talks about like the whole uh. Six nine, the way he used to move, he was like the kid was actually mad smart with it. Like that whole um, what's that? Is that the gumbo video where they're out in the uh in the front of like the building? I think it's Billy uh, Seiko Billy's uh, house, and then like all the bloods is around him and whatnot. Mm. None of those, like half of those people, didn't even really know six nine like that. They were actually like, you know what I mean, from the neighborhood type dudes, and they're all like. Yeah. Ado's like he's showing uh what do you call Adam like the, he's like look bro I know all these motherfuckers is my homies I know all these dudes and you know what I mean six nine was smart with it he came to the set uh with a Mexican you know what I mean uh jacket on repping Latitos you know what I mean making it think one way and then start throwing a red flag but we wasn't thinking nothing of it you know what I mean everything was and then he just kind of details like everything that starts going on and like the whole when he started talk about I started Treyway and everything everyone was just like yo fuck you talking about like you know what i mean <laughs> he just he just started getting his head too big that's what i'm saying like and we then just, it's, we need this type of behavior to just be like eradicated and and that's the thing it's just like now when you talk about like when people try to give excuses when, when he's sitting over there talking about this and that and like oh he did this to my girlfriend he tried to set up my mom he kidnapped me and all this it's like bro you chose that lifestyle a lifestyle that you weren't a part of you knew the consequences you know what i mean so you then know it, that we, we all know the consequences of that. So don't try to give me that bullshit, pity, excuse, sob story. I don't care about your girlfriend. I don't care about your mother being kidnapped. I don't care, bro. Like, you bought that on yourself. How many times did you go around telling people to suck your dick and talking about test my gangster? 
Literally, like you, you almost deserve that shit. And it's just like, bro, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, and you know what the crazy thing is? Is if his ass had just sat down and actually did the bid, because he would have honestly, I don't think he would have gotten that full forty-seven. You know what I mean? He would have probably gotten like five or six, something like that. Sits down, yeah. does that. He would have been out in like what 2024, 2025. Been a god, dude. I don't see him lasting long. I think he's gonna get killed or something, dude. To be honest with you, as sad That's... as it sounds, like I could, I could see it happening. I could see one day I'm just gonna wake up to R.I.P. Six Nine or a whole debate talking about. There's gonna be a whole bunch of think pieces after his death <laughs> saying, "Where do we go from here, hip hop?" It's gonna happen, bro. Like they're gonna find him and they're gonna off this nigga. He brought that to, especially him coming back. Like, literally, that song is asking for that to happen to you. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. You're coming back. You're saying you're a rat. You're like, oh, you're mad. Stay mad. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, man. It's just whatever like, happens to you, whatever happens to you is completely deserved. Brought on to yourself, man. Like, and it's like, I don't wish death upon nobody. But I don't it's wish like, death on nobody. But it's like, if you're, if you're asking for it, you're asking for it. Like, I'm, I'm going to leave that in God's hands, bro. Because his ass gave you a chance, bro. Because think about it. You could have really just came home and not said a goddamn word. Yep. That, that is literally what you could have done, but, you know. And this is this is, this is is so bad for hip-hop, too, man. Like, this is oh. really bad. Because people are going to see this shit, and they're going to be like, oh, I could be right. under 6 9 they're gonna, There's motherfuckers that are studying exactly what he's doing that are getting ready to plot their move in the same exact way. And it's sad, bro. Because, nah, like you said, this is so bad for hip-hop culture. Like, everything that he does and everything he stands for is just, you know what I mean? He's giving a pass for kids that's not from that lifestyle to act stupid and think that this shit's okay. Yeah, it's just it's not going to end well for him. But we'll see, man. I don't really, I don't really got You know what's worse, too? If, if you go, like, on his IG page, there's a whole bunch of, like, blue checks at the top of the comments on all of, like, his IG pictures. Supporting like, him. You you guys are the problem. Like, first of all, who are these people with the blue checks? Like, what do they do? What are they famous for? Why are they on IG? Hey, but the you notice of all, that any of these blue checks, they're not, like, known people. It's all, no, like... You click on the page, it's like, who is this motherfucker? Why does he have a blue check? You feel me? Anybody can get a blue check these days. Yeah, all you gotta do is just do some stupid shit on the internet. And as long as it gets over a million views, you'll get your blue check. <laughs> That's all it takes, just one viral video to get a blue check. Yeah, man, it's sad, bro. You said you done with you done with Ramadan now, right? So yeah, today today's the last day, man. Uh, tomorrow tomorrow is Eid, um, so it's like the celebration after Ramadan, to where your sleep schedule and your eating schedule can kind of go back to normal, and then like all the Muslims celebrate. Obviously, it's kind of like a uh, it's gonna be different this year, right? Because you can't go to the mosque. That's the biggest thing about it is the is the Eid prayer in the morning. You can't do that this year because of the whole you know COVID nineteen and shit. But uh, you, you, we we're gonna try to at least you know get something out of it, right? So it's good that Ramadan came and went, and yeah, man, I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Yes, sir. It's your boy Ronnie, and I'm Waleed, the other side of the coin. We signing out. You. Yeah.